the sixteenth adventure of the fall of the nibelungs by anonymous translated by margaret armour this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by phil schempf how siegfried was slain gunther and hagen the fierce warriors went hunting with false intent in the forest to chase the boar the bear and the wild bull with their sharp spears what fitter sport for brave men siegfried rode with them in kingly pomp they took with them good store of meats by a cool stream he lost his life as brunhild king gunther's wife had devised it but or he set out and when the hunting gear was laid ready on the sumpters that they were to take across the rhine he went to kriemhild that was right doleful of her cheer he kissed his lady on the mouth god grant i may see thee safe and well again and thou me bide here merry among thy kinsfolk for i must forth then she thought on the secret she had betrayed to hagen but durst not tell him the queen wept sore that ever she was born and made measureless dole she said go not hunting last night i dreamed an evil dream how that two wild boars chased thee over the heath and the flowers were red with blood have pity on my tears for i fear some treachery there be haply some offended that pursue us with deadly hate go not dear lord in good faith i counsel it but he answered dear love i go but for a few days i know not any that beareth me hate thy kinsmen will me well nor have i deserved otherwise at their hand nay siegfried i fear some mischance last night i dreamed an evil dream how that two mountains fell on thee and i saw thee no more if thou goest thou wilt grieve me bitterly but he caught his dear one in his arms and kissed her close then he took leave of her and rode off she never saw him alive again they rode thence into a deep forest to seek sport the king had many bold knights with him and rich meats that they had need of for the journey sumpters passed laden before them over the rhine carrying bread and wine and flesh and fish and meats of all sorts as was fitting for a rich king the bold huntsmen encamped before the green wood where they were to hunt on a broad meadow siegfried also was there which was told to the king and they set a watch round the camp then said stark siegfried who will into the forest and lead us to the game if we part or we begin the chase in the wood said hagen we shall know which is the best sportsman let us divide the huntsman and the hounds then let each ride alone as him listeth and he who hunteth the best shall be praised so they started without more ado but siegfried said one hound that hath been well trained for the chase will suffice for me there will be sport enow then an old huntsman took a lime-hound and brought the company where there was game in plenty they hunted down all the beasts they started as good sportsmen should whatsoever the lime-hound started the hero of the netherlands slew with his hand his horse ran so swift that naught escaped him he won greater praise than any in the chase in all things he was right manly the first that he smote to death was a half-bred boar soon after he encountered a grim lion that the limehound started this he shot with his bow and a sharp arrow the lion made only three springs or he fell loud was the praise of his comrades then he killed one after the other a buffalo an elk four stark uroxen and a grim shelk his horse carried him so swiftly that nothing outran him and deer and hind escaped him not the limehound tracked a wild boar next that began to flee but Siegfried rode up and barred the path, whereat the monster ran at the knight. He slew him with his sword. 
not so lightly had another done it they leashed the limehound then and told the burgundians how siegfried had prospered whereupon his huntsman said prithee leave something alive thou emptiest to us both mountain and forest and siegfried laughed the noise of the chase was all round them hill and wood rang with shouting and the baying of dog for the huntsman had loosed twenty and four hounds many a beast perished that day for each thought to win the prize of the chase but when stark siegfried rode to the tryst fire they saw that could not be the hunt was almost over the sportsmen brought skins and game enow with them to the camp no lack of meat for cooking was there i ween then the king bade tell the knights that he would dine and they blew a blast on the horn that told the king was at the tryst fire said one of siegfried's huntsmen i heard the blast of a horn bidding us back to the camp i will answer it and they kept blowing to assemble the company siegfried bade quit the wood his horse bare him smoothly and the others pricked fast behind the noise roused a grim bear whereat the knight cried to them that came after him now for sport slip the dog for i see a bear that shall with us to the tryst fire he cannot escape us if he ran ever so fast they slipped the limehound off rushed the bear siegfried thought to run him down but he came to a ravine and could not get to him then the bear deemed him safe but the proud knight sprang from his horse and pursued him the beast had no shelter it could not escape from him and was caught by his hand and or it could bite or wound him he had bound it that it could neither scratch nor bite then he tied it to his saddle and when he had mounted up himself he brought it to the tryst fire for pastime how right proudly he rode to the camping ground his boar spear was mickle stark and broad his sword hung down to his spur and his hunting horn was of ruddy gold of better hunting gear i never heard tell his coat was black samite and his hat was goodly sable his quiver was richly laced and covered with a panther's hide for the sake of the sweet smell he bare also a bow that none could draw but himself unless with a windlass his cloak was a lynx skin pied from head to foot and embroidered over with gold on both sides also balmung had he done on whereof the edges were so sharp that it clave every helmet it touched i ween the huntsman was merry of his cheer yet to tell you the whole i must say how his rich quiver was filled with good arrows gilt on the shaft and broad a hand's breadth or more swift and sure was the death of him that he smote therewith so the knight rode proudly from the forest and gunther's men saw him coming and ran and held his horse when he had alighted he loosed the band from the paws and from the mouth of the bear that he had bound to his saddle so soon as they saw the bear the dogs began to bark the animal tried to win back to the wood and all the folk fell in great fear affrighted by the noise it ran through the kitchen nimbly started the scullions from their place by the fire pots were upset and the brands were strewed over all alack the good meats were tumbled into the ashes then up sprang the princes and their men the bear began to growl and the king gave order to slip the hounds that were on leash if faith it had been a merry day if it had ended so hastily with their bows and spears the warriors swift of foot chased the bear but there were so many dogs that none durst shoot among them and the forest rang with the din then the bear fled before the dogs and none could keep pace with him save kriemhild's husband that ran up to him and pierced him dead with his sword and carried the carcass back with him to the fire they that saw it said he was a mighty man then they bade the sportsmen to the table 
and they sat down a goodly company enow on a fair meadow ha what dishes meet for heroes were set before them but the cup-bearers were tardy that should have brought the wine save for that knights were never better served if there had not been false-hearted men among them they had been without reproach the doomed man had no suspicion that might have warned him for his own heart was pure of all deceit many that his death profited not at all had to pay for it bitterly then said sir siegfried i marvel since they bring us so much from the kitchen that they bring not the wine if good hunters be entreated so i will hunt no more certes i have deserved better at your hands whereto the king at the table answered falsely what lacketh to-day we will make good another time the blame is hagen's that would have us perish of thirst then said hagen of trony dear master methought we were to hunt to-day at spessart and i sent the wine thither for the present we must go thirsty another time i will take better care but siegfried cried small thank to him seven sumpters with meat and spiced wine should he have sent here at the least or if that might not be we should have gone nigher to the rhine hagen of trony answered i know of a cool spring close at hand be not wroth with me but take my counsel and go thither that which was done to the hurt of many warriors siegfried was sore athirst and bade push back the table that he might go to the spring at the foot of the mountain falsely had the knights contrived it the wild beast that siegfried's hand had slain they let pile on a wagon and take home and they that saw it praised him foully did hagen break faith with siegfried he said when they were starting for the broad lime-tree i hear from all sides that none can keep pace with kriemhild's husband when he runneth let us see now bold siegfried of the netherland answered thou mayest easily prove it if thou wilt run with me to the brook for a wager the praise shall be to him that winneth there first let us see then said hagen the knight and stark siegfried answered if i lose i will lay me at thy feet in the grass a glad man was king gunther when he heard that said siegfried further nay i will undertake more i will carry on me all that i wear spear shield and hunting gear whereupon he girded on his sword and his quiver in haste then the others did off their clothes till they stood in their white shirts and they ran through the clover like two wild panthers but bold siegfried was seen there the first before all men he won the prize in everything he loosed his sword straightway and lay down his quiver his good spear he leaned against the lime-tree then the noble guest stood and waited for his courtesy was great he lay down his shield by the stream albeit he was sore athirst he drank not till that the king had finished who gave him evil thanks the stream was cool pure and good gunther bent down to the water and rose again when he had drunk siegfried had gladly done the like but he suffered for his courtesy hagen carried his bow and his sword out of his reach and sprang back and gripped the spear then he spied for the secret mark on his vesture and while siegfried drank from the stream hagen stabbed him where the cross was that his heart's blood spurted out on the traitor's clothes never since hath knight done so wickedly he left the spear sticking deep in his heart and fled in grimmer haste than ever he had done from any man on this earth afore when stark siegfried felt the deep wound he sprang up maddened from the water for the long boar-spear stuck out from his heart he thought to find bow or sword if he had hagen had got his due but the sore wounded man saw no sword 
and saw nothing save his shield he picked it up from the water's edge and ran at hagen king gunther's man could not escape him for all that he was wounded to the death he smote so mightily that the shield well nigh brake and the precious stones flew out the noble guest had fain taken vengeance hagen fell beneath his stroke the meadow rang loud with the noise of the blow if he had had his sword to hand hagen had been a dead man but the anguish of his wound constrained him his color was wan he could not stand upright and the strength of his body failed him for he bare death's mark on his white cheek fair women enow made dole for him then kriemhild's husband fell among the flowers the blood flowed fast from his wound and in his great anguish he began to upbraid them that had falsely contrived his death false cowards cried the dying knight what availeth all my service to you since ye have slain me i was true to you and pay the price for it ye have done ill by your friends cursed by this deed are your sons yet unborn ye have avenged your spite on my body all too bitterly for your crime ye shall be shunned by good knights all the warriors ran where he lay stabbed to many among them it was a woeful day they that were true mourned for him the which the hero had well deserved of all men the king of burgundy also wept for his death but the dying man said he needeth not to weep for the evil by whom the evil cometh better had he left it undone for mickle is his blame then said grim hagen i know not what ye rue all is ended for us care and trouble few are they now that will withstand us glad am i that through me his might is fallen lightly mayest thou boast now said siegfried if i had known thy murderous hate it had been an easy thing to guard my body from thee my bitterest dole is for kriemhild my wife god pity me that ever i had a son for all men will reproach him that he hath murderers to his kinsmen i would grieve for that had i the time he said to the king never in this world was so foul a murder as thou hast done on me in thy sore need i save thy life and thine honour dear have i paid for that i did well by thee with a groan the wounded man said further yet if thou canst show truth to any on this earth o king show it to my dear wife that i commend to thee let it advantage her to be thy sister by all princely honour stand by her long must my father and my knights wait for my coming never hath woman won such woe through a dear one he writhed in his bitter anguish and spake painfully ye shall rue this foul deed in the days to come know this of a truth that in slaying me ye have slain yourselves the flowers were all wet with blood he strove with death but not for long for the weapon of death cut too deep and the bold knight and good spake no more when the warriors saw the hero was dead they laid him on a shield of ruddy gold and took counsel how they should conceal that hagen had done it many of them said evil hath befallen us ye shall all hide it and hold to one tale when kriemhild's husband was riding alone in the forest robbers slew him but hagen of trony said i will take him back to burgundy if she that hath troubled brunhild know it i care not it concerneth me little if she weep of that very brook where siegfried was slain ye shall hear the truth from me in the odenwald is a village that hight odenheim and there the stream runneth still beyond doubt it is the same end of the sixteenth adventure